0: So I'm sitting here with Umayya Malaib, the, uh, uh, one of the band members of Mashrou' Layla, and uh, she's kindly agreed to sort of share her thoughts about what Mashrou' Layla has uh, meant to her and to her life here in Beirut, Lebanon. Uh, you were telling me that uh, the Lebanese have heard of the, of the band at this point because you guys have been around for a couple of years.
1: Um. <laughs> It's difficult
0: now. It is difficult to speak about oneself, uh, especially to a college radio station halfway across the world. Yeah. Yeah. Are you aware of the appeal of your music to college students, I don't want to say across the United States, but at least across California?
1: Um, We're not really, I mean, I'm I'm not personally aware of much about us uh, abroad. we, we get contacted for for gigs from really surprising places, and we're always very happily surprised that oh they 've heard of us in like Serbia and uh, i don 't know uh, Canada and l a it's it's always a great surprise to, to be contacted from far away places to and ask us to go do a gig there so um the fact that you t- that you're saying that we were number one is also a very big surprise for.
0: Number one on the KZSU World Charts. I was uh, tweeting, Facebooking that fact to uh, to help the the world community. Uh, the surprises you, Maya. You didn't expect your um, album and your music to reach beyond Lebanon.
1: Um. The thing is, uh, I mean, it's it's great. We never had like a goal. I mean, I personally didn't have a. Like a big goal in mind, we were just making music, uh, when, especially when we started, and just we were all still in college. We were just making music for fun, and uh, people started liking it around here. And we thought, you know, oh, it was just people from our university, and so we started playing around Beirut, and oh, okay, people in Beirut like the music. And then we started playing around Lebanon, outside of Beirut. It was a completely different uh, crowd, and even they showed some positive responses. So. We, we realized that the music is sort of reaching people in the, in the country and so our next step was to play uh, in the region here we played in Jordan, um, we played in Dubai and in uh, Qatar and they all had, I mean Jordan was two years ago now it's a different situation but um, they had all had somewhat heard of us but we played in Cairo a couple of months ago and that was really overwhelming because that's where we really felt that our music actually was reaching a lot of people that. That we don't even know. It's not just our friends anymore. It's it's gotten past that, and they they knew all the words, they knew all the songs, they knew our names. It was a, it was a completely different level of uh, I don't know energy between us and the audience, and we were used to this in Beirut, but not uh, anywhere else. So, um, and now I I believe Amman would be a similar experience. We're gonna play there in September. Uh, so, uh, but outside the Arab world, it's uh it's it's always a surprise. Uh, to to hear that people are relating to the music, especially because they don't understand the the words. I mean, it's not just Arabic, it's Lebanese Arabic. So the dialect is even different and it's difficult to understand the words sometimes. So it's great to hear that that we have this impact.
0: And would you be um, open to the idea of performing at Stanford or at KZSU in the next year? Is this something that's daunting for you or something that you would be open to uh, trying?
1: Um, well, it's every, every uh, new place we go to is, is great. It's, uh, we learn from everywhere we go to, and we, when we play for new people, it's, we always learn about ourselves, we learn about other people, and it's great to share energy with, with different, uh, different people. So playing in Stanford would, would be great. I mean playing in anywhere in North America would be very interesting for us to play for an audience that doesn't understand the language. Um, so yeah, <laughs> definitely.
0: Great. And Umayya, just can you tell us a little bit about yourself as an individual and in the band? Where did your interest in music begin and, uh, and you know, did you envision yourself sort of taking off on this, is it a second career to you? Uh, or a second uh, uh, journey?
1: Um,
0: or were you always thinking you wanted to be in music?
1: No, I mean, I've been playing piano since I was a kid, but uh, it was always for fun. It was always for me, and uh, I'm an architect by profession. And when I was in, the, in university, in the American university, I um, I barely had time for for the piano, which was very upsetting for me because I loved spending time playing the piano. So, and I and there were other people around me who who felt the same. They all played instruments, um, and they didn't have time because of pressures from architecture, graphic design, and university in general. So. Um, that's that 's why we actually started the band, and when we started it was uh, it was really just us um, sort of playing music that we enjoyed listening to and and so uh, the fact that it grew the way it did, uh, I guess the timing was right the, everything w- just worked for us everything was given to us quite easily. we were supported very much by our friends, by a lot of talented individuals who, who would come to us and offered to do video clips for our songs, and uh, so, I don't know, it became, it became serious, it became a second career, and we, we decided to, like when Haig and I graduated Haig the Violinist, we were the first to graduate, and um, we decided to stay in Lebanon and to stay in Beirut, so that we can push the, push the music further, because we both were planning on continuing architecture abroad. So, uh, in a way, we, we are prioritizing it as much as our careers. Uh, in architecture and graphic design.
0: Well, I spoke with Hamid about you know, some of the political and social implications of the videos and the songs, but with you, Ray, I would just like to ask you how does it feel like to be the only girl in a, member, in a band full of boys? I'm thinking specifically of a scene at the end of the Fasateen video, where they all pull over in a bus uh, to the side of the street and you have to look the other way because the boys are kind of... Uh, you know, and it's kind of like stands to show your face and you're the only girl. How, how brotherly do you feel towards the band members and how easy has it been for you to perform with a band of boys around the Arab world especially?
1: I'm, I'm really asked this question a lot. It's always a big deal that I'm the only girl in the band and... Um,
0: well, some would say you're very lucky too, you know.
1: Well it's the thing is, when you're in it, it's not. It does. It's not like that at all. It's really. I'm just really one of the guys. It's not. Uh, it's not a big deal. I, sometimes I wonder. Maybe I should make up answers like they beat me or they don't. They, they make me cook. Or <laughs> I don't know. It's just. It really doesn't feel like anything special. I mean, the the part in Fasatin, Actually, it it happened. They they all just needed to, I don't know, pee. Yeah. So uh, we were in the middle of the highway, so one of them went uh, to the side and then the rest joined in. And I stood looking I said, I can't join you guys, this isn't fair! <laughs> and so uh, the director was taking a photo of them, so I just jumped in front of the camera. I said, I want to be in the picture too. Oh, so that was that, all
0: not rehearsed. It was, no, they, uh, they, it yeah, it wasn't right.
1: rehearsed. They liked it so much that they made us react it for the, reenact it for the, for the video, for the credits. So, but it was completely spontaneous, and uh, but I mean, it's there are these. It's fun. It's always fun. Uh, guys are different than girls. They just always make fun of each other. They're always being, I don't know, bullies in a very funny way. It's it's a different um, way of, I don't know, treating each other. Girls are much more. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, they try to be more composed. They try to be more. Whatever These guys, especially the six, they're, they're just kids and it's so much fun to, to just make music with them.
0: But I was asking, I think, the question more because in the West, and with the stereotypes of Arab women and young, um, professional Arab women, who are, have a career, who have a degree, who are able to balance that with music and talent and art, the fact that you're doing that is necessarily putting you in a spotlight that, that is sort of acting as a role model for uh, other Arab American women, Arab women here, and perhaps defying the stereotype of the Arab woman as seen by uh, the US media. How much of that makes you conscious or self-conscious that your presence in that video clip that's playing around classrooms is actually defying a stereotype of the submissive, uneducated, uh, Arab woman. That is certainly not the case.
1: Actually, I didn't think about it at all. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> it's not something that occurs to me, uh... I don't know, I guess uh, when we, when we first started, everyone heard, Mashra Layla, oh, so you're Layla. No, I'm not right, Layla. Right. It's, uh, they immediately think that it's uh, my, my project. Um, then the second question is, oh, okay, so you're the singer. No, again, I'm not the singer, I just play the keyboard. Wow. So you play the keyboard and you sing. It's such a foreign concept that the the woman in the group is not the, the singer, is not the front person and is just one of the people in the band. It's it's not as common as, uh, I mean, the girl is usually the one that sings you know, or whatever. Right. So. Right. Um, this I guess is is a bit unfamiliar, but it's it's around I mean you see it around there there are girls that play guitar there are girls that play bass and drums and keyboard and everything so
0: no, obviously, but there's just very few Lebanese bands that have actually broken into U.S. you know radio. Yeah. And the fact that you guys are doing that, at least on college radios, mm-hmm. is necessarily going to imply. So your yeah. answer is actually very informative for our listeners because yeah. you're saying that these kind of bands exist all over Lebanon. There is nothing weird or different or very radical about a band that has girl members singing along with guy members, the lead singer could be male, female, and it's not an issue. Yeah, I mean
1: it's less common, it's usually, I mean there are still more men than women in bands, but it's not, uh, it's not completely foreign, I mean it's it's there.
0: there. Well, Umayy, can you say something to the Arabic students at Stanford who are probably listening and who have heard your um, album. I've heard your, you guys uh, yeah, perform uh, through YouTube and, uh, and other internet sites. I know that it's very difficult to put you on the spot and ask you to say something, but these are students who have who enjoyed your music and I think at, um, uh, here at KCSU, 94.1 FM, we, we would really appreciate a shout out to the kids. They certainly love your music and wish you well and hope to receive you at Stanford uh, when, uh, soon.
1: Um, I just want to say thanks for enjoying the music, uh, we're very happy to, to know that it's, uh, it's reaching them and, and it means something to them in a certain way, it's, it's great to have this connection with people that we've never met before and we're very excited to meet hopefully one day, so thanks. Thank you, very nice.